Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ez Hashem, Feedback and Insights, Sheer number 60. Love between a husband and a wife, general love, has a big element of kavod in that, in there, honor. The Megillah says, that, that all the women gave yikar, yikar is a lashon of kavod, of honor, to their husbands. The Rambam says, that that he honors her more than himself. And who is the one person you respect more than anyone else in the world? Imagine you would honor such a person. What would you do? What would it mean to you if you met that person or spend a meal with that person or spend a day with that person? You would feel very, very privileged and when you talk to that person that you honor and you respect, you would listen with great attentiveness. When they made a request from you, you would take it very seriously. And you would do everything you can to make sure that that request is fulfilled. That is honor. That is kavod. When you honor somebody, that means you give them the respect and you give them that high esteem and you treat them as being special and you treat them as that they have great worth. And when you speak to them, those people you honor, you choose your words carefully, you're more courteous, you're more polite. When they speak to you, their words are valuable to you, they carry weight, they carry significance. You're willing to go the extra mile to accommodate them if possible, simply out of the respect for who they are, out of honor, out of covid, It's a special yesayd. Kabed esavicha vesimecha works that way. When you honor them, all the things I described apply. And the chiyav of covid to one's wife, and the chiyav of covid to one's husband. That's the fundamental key to health and strength of your marriage. We're not told to give them covet only when you're in a good mood or only when you feel they deserve it because the covet you're giving them is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's matana that was given to them when HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave in your husband, in your wife, a neshama, a tzalam aleikim, a chelik aleikam imal mamash, a spark of a holy neshama. And that is what's roi for covet. And when you honor your husband and wife, that means you give him or her your full attention. And not when you're looking, you know, having a conversation with them as you're fiddling around with your iPhone or whatever it is. And when you make that decision to give cover to your spouse, it affects both of you in a very positive way. It affects your marriage in a very positive way. You're giving your husband or your wife a voice, an opinion that could influence you in a positive way. You strongly consider what they have to say. There are important points that they say and that they matter because of the way you treat them. They need to know that they matter. And that's a very, very important thing. And in a Bayes Neman Yisrael, when two Neshamas meet, when the Yud of the 
man and the K, the hey of the woman, the Yud K, that come together, that create the Shechina there, there is a Kedusha that comes with that Kavai. There is a holiness that comes with that Kavai. Holy does not mean that they're perfect. It doesn't mean they're Malachim. It means that they are designated for a higher pers- purpose. That they are not common. They're not an everyday thing. They're special. They're unique. They're Kaddish to you. They're Kaddish to you. They become a Kedusha in your heart. Your husband becomes a Kedusha in your heart. Your wife becomes a Kedusha in your heart. They're sacred to you because they're sacred to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And by feeling that way and recognizing that, they become more honored, more praised, and you defend them more. When two people marry, that's what happens. You bring the Dishchina down. They become Kadosh to each other. And they are, deserve each other's commitment and love and endearment towards each other. You share not just physical intimacy, which is unique only to her, only to him, but you establish a home with this person. You have children together with this person. And your lives become beautifully interwoven and with a common bound that you share with, with this one individual only that is eternal. That's mamshich v'dayre dayres. This is what Hashem wants, and this should be your goal and desire as well. And you have to think to yourself. It's important to need to think to yourself. What do you say when you honor and respect somebody? And when you prize somebody, you treat them with a kava, you treat them with a kedusha. And like we said many, many times, maybe you don't feel that way. And maybe you have a, you say, I have a real good reason why I don't feel this way. Could be also very often when you see an outsider, another person treat your husband or wife with a disrespect, it may affect you. You may blame your spouse for something. Sometimes you may blame your spouse for your own attitudes. But this is separate from Ahava. Love is beautiful. But this is a covered that you do. This is a honor. And you give that covered, whether it's rejected, whether it's felt. In other words, sometimes in a marriage, your spouse may not be in the greatest mood. And you give them covered and they throw it back in your face. But it's not relevant. The covered is etzem. It is etzem, a valuable kayach. It's a valuable matana and you give that covered anyway. And love treats the one whom you love as special and as sacred, even if there is ungratefulness coming back to you. And even if there's a refusal on the other side, you keep on trying and you keep on going and you do it because be'etzem, that is a covet. Like it says, Ezu, b'chobet ha'machabed es abriyos. When you are mechabed briyos, you become a covetika person. And even if your attempts at giving covet to your husband or wife go unreciprocated, you still maintain that stance of giving covet and seeking ways to give honor and respect to your husband or to your wife. And you say to yourself, Yeh Mashiach, I will value her or him at the utmost. And I will view them as a Kedusha person, as an Ashama 
that came down from Pachas Kisei HaKavayd. And even if there's failures and mistakes and faults in the past and even in the present, you still choose this path. This is the way for a better marriage. This is a way for a better life. You say to yourself, I choose to honor and love you. And that's how you create that atmosphere where the marriage can change, where the love can be rekindled. This is how you have the spark to open up the door so that there should be a hava, that it could be kindled or rekindled again. And we said, like we said in many of the previous feedbacks recently, if both are listening to this and the husband and wife do this together, it's tremendous. And the marriage could truly, truly transform itself into something really beautiful. But even if it's one-sided right now, you keep doing it. Mitzat Atzma, you change to be a better person. And ultimately, 99% of the time, your spouse becomes affected in a positive way. So therefore, choose to begin to show greater honor to your husband, to your wife, above your normal tendency of doing so. Change the way you talk. Change the way you listen. Begin by listening more attentively, more respectfully to your husband or to your wife. Let them start seeing whether they admit it yet or not, whether they're willing to reciprocate yet or not, but they're going to start to see that you're giving them greater weight into what their words are, to what their requests are, and they start recognizing that you are receiving being that you are receiving them with a higher esteem in your eyes, and that ultimately will change things to the best way. So that is one concept, Kavid. Another concept we're going to talk today is about davening. Davening Ta'kodesh Baruch Hu, to help your marriage, to help your husband, to help your wife. Now the truth is, and this is what we talked about it also several times, you may ask yourself, wait a minute, there's Bechira, and you cannot change your spouse. And we talked about it in the past also. It's in, in, in a general way, it's not healthy to try to fundamentally change your spouse. You cannot play God. You cannot turn their heart this way or that way. You can't mold them. You're not their machanach. And sometimes that's a thing they try always to do, to try to change their spouse that way, to change them into something that they're not or to something that in your fantasy you would like them to be. And um, insanity has been described as doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And that's what happens when you try to change your spouse. It's frustration at the highest level. At some point, you need to accept that it's not something you can do. But however, with all of that said, there are certain things that you can do, and one of them is tefillah. So here's a beautiful mushal that I saw, and listen very carefully. A farmer cannot make a seed grow into a fruitful crop. It's not biyadai. It's not in his hands. He cannot tell the seed to argue with it, manipulate it, demand it. Here, seed, I'm putting you in the ground. Make sure you bear fruit. He can't do that. What can he do? He can plant the seed into fertile soil. He can give it water. He can give it nutrients. He can protect it from weeds. But after that, he said he turns it over to Hashem. 
millions of farmers all through the centuries made a living livelihood from this process over the centuries. They knew that not every seed sprouts. Most will grow with the proper soil, given what they need. Therefore, everything I'm telling you now and in the past feedbacks, is there a guarantee that that will change your spouse? No, there's no guarantee. But what you do is, is you do what this farmer did, and you create those conditions to create that loving environment with your spouse. And then after that, you turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and say, Hashem, please help that it is what I put Kaychas in should be with Hatzlacha. Then Hashem listens. And then your spouse will likely to be affected by your positive behavior. And your marriage will hopefully again begin to bloom and blossom in front of your eyes. It may take weeks. It may take months, it may, be, it may be even take a few years, but regardless, with the soil you're working with, there's a plan for success. You're getting the weeds out of the marriage. You're nurturing the soil. That is what you're doing. You daven, mamin b'chaye oylam v'zayreya. You believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and you plant. It's not that you don't plant. You plant. That's what all these feedbacks are about. These are things that you need to do, what Hashem wants you to do. But davening does work. Hashem is ain't siphoning as a kayach. And even though it is true that there's a bechira that Hashem gives over to a person, but the prayer does work. That is why all parents daven that their children should be erlechiyidin and yirei shamayim, that they should turn their hearts to Hashem and they should keep mitzvahs and keep the Torah. Now the truth is it's up to each individual to do so. But your prayer has a tremendous positive influence and effect to turn them that way. And that's very, very important to know. And I always said this, and I give people advice with this, and I try to do it myself, although sometimes I fall short too, that in every Shemei Tefillah, Al Kaponim once a day in Shemei Tefillah, you ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for Shalom Bayez. You say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'll try to do everything I can that I'm a chuyif to do, but please Hashem, give me siyata deshmaya. It's like Parnosa, the same thing. I know I have to work, I'm putting in my ishtadlis, but please give me atzlacha with what I'm doing. Just like you daven like that with Parnosa or with anything else in life, you daven for that in your Shalom Bayez. I cannot force my wife to do this or that. I cannot change them in any fundamental way. But if I act with chesed and I act with honor like I discussed just now, and then you tell HaKadosh Baruch Hu, please HaKadosh Baruch Hu, help HaShalom Bayez, help that these efforts reach her heart. Hashem listens. Hashem listens. And it does help over time. And it's a tremendous kayak to do that. So remember that. You cannot fix your wife. You cannot fix your husband. You could only do the normal hishtadlis, what we talked about. But if you do that, you have to realize HaKadosh Baruch Hu can do all the fixing that needs to be done. So instead of complaining, what you do is you turn your complaints into tefillahs and remove the complaints and instead use that kayach for tefillah and say to Rabbi Shleilam, I'm going to try. I'm doing everything I can to make my wife or husband's life more pleasant. But please, Hashem, help 
help them turn their hearts to me, to the marriage. And please help that we Michael each other. And you ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to help that the Mechila should replace any bitterness that was there before. You ask for these breakthroughs in marriage. You ask the Rabbani Shalom, please find that Pesach, that breakthrough in marriage that will help and turn things around. And that is another Yisai that we're learning today. You begin davening today for your husband or wife to turn their hearts to Hashem, to you, to your marriage. And you don't give up on that. And you keep on trying with that. And you do your best as you can with that. And that's a very important thing. And I'll just give you a mushal in general. This is a Beinad and Lechaveri mushal, but it applies in marriage too. The Chavetz Chaim, I believe, gives this mushal in one of his svarim as follows. Let's say a father has a few sons or daughters. And the some children, and the father gives every child a particular chalik of something. Let's say it's a meal, whatever it is. He gives each one a certain um, chalik. One son he shorted. He gave much less. And that son is upset about it, or he feels lacking, and he's jealous of his brother's. And he's about to think that he, how he's going to approach this is to go to the entire and start fighting with his brothers to give them his chilek, his share. But what the son does, he holds himself back and he turns to the father and he says to his father, Father, I love you and I know you don't want me to cause a big machlaikis to have our, 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 our family blown apart by us fighting with each other. I see that I got less for whatever reason that I got. Please give me a chilek like my brothers and sisters have. Please give me that. I don't want to ask them. I don't want to demand from them because I know that would cause a machlaikis. It will cause agmas nefesh. I want to get along with them. So I'm asking you, please give me what I'm lacking. And the father has such nachas ruach from that that he gives him with a full heart now. And the Chavetz Chaim says that very often that is how you work. When you're upset, you think that your Chavah has more than you in this, and your Chavah has more than you in that. And instead of being jealous of your friend and having a tsar ayin or ayin hara on him and looking bad and trying to take away from him and being jealous of him, instead what you do is you turn to Hashem and say, Hashem, I know you don't want me to... You want to be to be hafta I do have some chalisha sadas that I'm lacking something that I feel that somebody else has. Maybe I'm wrong for that. But nevertheless, Rabbi Shalom, I know you don't want me to be jealous and you want me to be happy with someone else. So I'm not going to concentrate on the fact that the other yid, the other person has more than me. But what I am asking you, Rabbi Shalom, is for what I feel I am lacking, please grant it to me. What you're doing is you're turning to Hashem for your needs. You're not turning negatively to others in a way that you know they have more than you do and you think your needs will be fulfilled by the fact that you want to take away from them or that you resent them. And you turn straight to Rabbi Yishlalim and he has nachas ruach. The same thing a lot applies in marriage. You do your hishtadlas. 
But after you do your Shtadlis, and sometimes before you do the Shtadlis as well, you turn to the Rabbani Shalom and say, Rabbani Shalom, maybe, you know, instead of me complaining, my wife this, my husband this, and upset about this, and upset about that, and try to get half tightness that creates more negativity, creates the Shekhinah to be more distant, you turn straight to the Rabbani Shalom and the Rabbani Shalom say, you know I have whether some resentment or some hurt feelings, please, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, heal me, remove those feelings, and please, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, turn my wife, my husband's heart, and turn my heart, both of us, that we should work on the marriage the right way, and that the good midas should shine forth, because every Jew has good midas. Sometimes in the stress of a marriage, the bad midas come out first, and that's what they see in each other. The stress caused this is a lot. We can be done the kafschus. What we realize is, please Hashem, help us have matzavim and help us. We are going forward. It'll be easier for our good midah to come out. That our good side to come out. That the purity of our neshamas should come out. And to break the trend of negativity. And to create a trend of positivity. And Hashem has nachas ruach from such tefillahs. And even though we ultimately have our Bechira, Hashem will help us choose correctly. Purify our hearts to serve you in truth. So you'd ask, what are we davening for that? Isn't that in our Kayach? We have the responsibility of being Matar ourselves? It's not in Rabbi Shalom's hands? Hashem said, I gave it to you. You have to be Matar your heart. But the answer is, is this Etzem Tefillah, is the Pesach Shal Machat. It's the catalyst that creates that in you. It helps you make that free choice in an easy way. It'll help influence your spouse to make that free, healthy, good choice that way. So they're intertwined with one another. And yes, we have Bechira, but Tfilah helps. It helps sway that the Bechira should go in a positive direction, even for somebody else. And therefore, that is a key too. So those two lessons of giving COVID to your husband and wife and davening for them and davening for your Shalom bias does a tremendous, it's tremendous in enhancing your marriage. And again, like I said many times before, if both of you are listening and you do it both, it's unbelievable. But even if only one of you is listening, the other one is clueless right now or is not interested right now, it makes no difference. You keep at it. You, you plant those seeds and then you turn it over to the Rabbani Shloyim. And the Rabbani Shloyim does listen. Every day by Shemayat Tefillah, ask for Shalom Bayis sincerely, no matter what's going on. And Hashem listens. It may take days, it may take weeks. Never give up and keep on trying. And as Hashem may all see those positive results. Have a wonderful day.